Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Thrive Co-Living Communities podcast. My name is Jennifer Hooper. I'm here along with my co-host, Mark Stein, who is the founder of Thrive Co-Living. How's it going, Mark? Good. Glad to be back. Good. Today you're in Florida, right? I am. (laughs) Excellent. I'm so glad to be here. I'm in Arizona, and it's absolutely beautiful here. I'm very thankful to be here as well. And we are joined today by Aileen Curtin. Aileen is the Dean of Education of the Institute for Leadership and Lifelong Learning. And I'm so excited to dive into this podcast because in exploring your website, Aileen, I just connected with so much of what's available there to read. So um, let's start off by having you tell us a little bit about yourself and then uh, when you feel like it's the right time, tell us a little bit about how the Institute came to Sure, and thank you both for the opportunity to be here. I am originally from Ireland, born, raised, educated, lived in Ireland uh, actually until about the age of 27. And through the opportunity of a green card lottery, I had the opportunity to come to the United States as, uh, and I was 27 years of age at the time, and I thought, why not? I was single, I wasn't attached, and I came to the United States. I had an aunt in Kansas City. She served as my financial sponsor, and I always lovingly think of her as one of the reasons that I was able to make it when I first came to the United States when I relocated. So in a nutshell, I'm an educator. I was an elementary Gaelic language teacher in Ireland, and continued, went back to college in Kansas City, became an elementary teacher there, got married, uh, relocated to Dallas, Texas. So I want you to visualize what it was like for me coming from the the island of Ireland that is so green and lush, surrounded by the ocean and found myself in North Texas thinking, oh my goodness, what have I done? Uh, and uh, if you know anything about North Texas, it is a beautiful place to raise a family. But in terms of nature, uh, it's very flat. And it took me many years. I ended up actually living there for about 25 years. I always lovingly say I had to learn my life lessons and grow up. And uh, in a nutshell, I got a master's degree there in education, pursued a PhD, and ended up moving into the university system uh, for Texas Wesleyan University. So for, the, for 30 years or so, uh, my, I call it my career was uh, teacher education, and I was the chair of the Doctor of Education program there. So I've had a lifetime career in education. And I told my husband, I said, uh, I do not want to spend the third phase of my life in North Texas. I know the beauty is in the sky, but I miss the water. And so by chance, we came to St. Petersburg, Florida on business in 2012. That was where I fell in love with this area. I actually live right on the Bocasiega Bay overlooking um, uh, St. Pete Beach. And so we moved here, relocated in 2018. And so I resigned from my position in Texas and I had a desire to, to still, always at the back of my mind, I always wanted to be in, involved in spiritual education, to be involved in lifelong learning, but something that was different from the career that I had left. 
And I am also an ordained minister and I had connected to unity uh, many, many years ago. So when I came to St. Petersburg, I connected with First Unity Spiritual Campus and I met uh, Reverend Temple Hayes. And she is the vision behind the Institute for Leadership and Lifelong Learning. And I actually approached her to teach yoga. Uh, I was in and she, we started to talk and connect. And she said, I've had this idea for years about having uh, an open university where there are no boxes, no rules, where we can offer course on wellness, spirituality, health, and where we can offer a different way of educating and training leaders. And there is a, a quote that Reverend uh, Temple Hayes loves to use from Victor Hugo that says, there's nothing stronger than all the armies of the world than an idea whose time has come. And so she had had this idea, but she, and when we met, she said, if, could you help me create an, an institute for leadership and lifelong learning? And I said, wow, my whole career, the last 30 years has prepared me to now move into this. So that was more or less how the idea began. We, uh, we, um, we started planning in 2018. We started collecting uh, a group of people of leaders. You can see we have a leadership council of, of people all over the country. And we, we started forming the mission, the vision. And I am the, the curriculum, the instruction. I am the, how would you say, the, the lady behind the scenes who helps to organize the courses, who helps to guide faculty in creating courses. So that was more or less how it started. We, all, we actually opened in uh, November the 11th, 2019. We opened with uh, approximately, I believe, 10 or 11 courses. And then of course, COVID came. And uh, we have since during this time of COVID, we've actually now we have 33 courses, 22 faculty, contributing faculty, and we are growing and expanding. And so the mission of the ILI, which stands for Institute for Leadership and Lifelong Learning International, is the we wanted to be a place where people can come at a reasonable cost. Uh, continue learning, but also the vision was that for people, women maybe in Tanzania who could not afford to take a course for $125 could actually together as a community each contribute $5 and together take a course. And a lot of the underlying philosophies underlying a lot of the courses is positive, uplifting spirituality. We are not uh, prescribing any particular religion or faith. Uh, everything is about love, opening up the heart. We consider our mission to be igniting the soul's, we are igniting the soul's purpose, opening up the heart of the world. So if you've had an opportunity, so that's itself in a nutshell how it came about. So to, uh, Reverend Tebu Hayes and myself, we are the co-founders. And we have since uh, built, built and established the team. And our goal is to, to build more classes, more courses, and we keep our 
we want to keep ourselves open to grow organically. We're not sure what it will look like. I will tell you right now, we did not even know that we would look like this in terms of we're open to whatever happens, to whatever grows and changes. So hopefully I haven't chatted too long, but at least that at least brings you to this point. So that's awesome. I have a ton of questions, but Mark, it's your turn. What's yours? First one. <laughs> it, it looks like you sort of have a two pronged approach. Uh, one, developing a, a series of courses, miscellaneous courses around spirituality, and, and then also to prepare spiritual leaders. Uh, that looks like one thread. Mm -hmm. uh, can you talk about that thread a little bit? And then probably we'll spend more time talking about your, your assorted course offerings. Sure. So in, in initially, the goal was to, to fill this niche for how do we get more ministers, spiritual leaders out into the world that can come out with a different model than the existing model. So what happens is if you, if you go through seminaries or you go through other licensed ordained programs, it can take anywhere from six to seven years. It can take, uh, uh, everybody is shuttled through the same number of courses. There's a heavy emphasis on a certain curriculum. So our vision was to create a, a program that would take people through in as little as six months to 18 months. Our whole leadership model is, sent, is probably about $5,000 compared to, to 25,000 are, that's a non-accredited, of course, program uh, compared to a university system. So our spiritual leadership program is designed to develop the person, not just fill somebody's head with courses on, on Bible studies or, or different religions. So what we, what we notice is that many spiritual leaders come out of programs and they are very, they lack a lot of confidence in who they are and in their ability to just trust their own ability to speak and to deliver a message. And so our leadership courses are the first one. So somebody who wants to take our leadership development program would come, we have an admissions process process. Uh, each individual applies, tells us as much as they, uh, as they can about themselves. And we look at that individual and we look at what they've done in their previous life and career. And we look at where we can help them bridge that gap, be it in their intuitive ability, their confidence level, their ability to speak, their ability, whatever it is. A lot of us carry a lot of conditioned, limiting beliefs and so even if you go through any kind of a spiritual leadership program that's leading to ordination or being a spiritual leader, if, you, if we ourselves consider ourselves less than, how can we stand in front of a group of people and deliver a positive message? So in a way, that's how it's different. We look at the individual, we, we pick and choose with their, with their input courses that they need or they they would like to take and the additional component of our program that's different from many other programs out there is we have a mentoring component. So each of our, each of our um, students as it will, who are leading towards 
spiritual leadership is actually mentored every two weeks. And uh, that is a private coaching session that they have along with the courses that are, they are taking. So we bundle our courses in, we have six modules. So somebody who enters uh, goes through an admissions process and then they go through approximately four to six courses every two months for a total of 12 months. And we're now at a, at a phase where we have our students who are in our spiritual leadership program who are getting ready now to enter in their internship, which is um, which they're be about to begin. So, so that's the one track. So we, we take people from where they are. I and myself, I've gone through programs and nobody has ever asked me anything about myself. They, you know, in other programs, they just take you, okay, this is the curriculum. You'll take this, this semester and you're going to go through this for six or seven years. And then you have all of these tests and, and all of these hoops to go through. And so in our program, we don't have any of that. Our, uh, it's, it's very reflective, it's self-paced. Uh, our students can stop, they can go at their own time. And when they're ready to move on to, this, to the next module, they move on. There is no, nobody pushing them or saying, you've got to hurry along, you've got a deadline, you've got assignments. There are assignments, but they are reflective. So there's not a got you quiz or, or, or anything that, that would say you're not worthy. So you need to drop out of the program or we're going to drop you out. So we believe in developing the individual from where he or she comes from and then uh, making them, moving them towards wholeness and helping them become the spiritual leader or that they want to be. And by the way, ordination is, is not something that they have to do. Uh, anybody who wants to get ordained at the end has that option. So, so many of our spiritual leaders will go back or are in their workplace, but leading from a more heart space as opposed to leading from the head. So, um, so that's the one option. And then the other side is People can randomly choose courses that they need or something that they are drawn to in their life, um, whether it's health, parenting, wellness, spirituality, metaphysics. And we have only begun. So, so I want you to understand that what you see on the website is really just has come about in, in probably the last 12 months. Pretty so amazing. Who knows where yeah. we VP. <laughs> In, in another 12 months. So this right. is just the beginning. And where we're just, we're, we, see, we, we see ourselves as a river, as a path, and we have no expectation of a, of a certain outcome where it's going. So we just know that we are in this energy, this flow of getting more of this message, this access out into the world. Uh, based on something that you said, I think you may have answered the question, but I just want to make it make sure I understand. You said students going through the ordained uh, program do it at their own pace. So these courses are not live. They're not necessarily going through a cohort. They're pre-recorded and they just move when yes. they're ready. Correct. All right. So our model, that's where we've started now. We, that's how we began. 
Uh, so we, we the idea was, you know yourself, if you're a teacher, an educator, the, the, the traditional paradigm is students come into your classroom. It's live, that interaction. Uh, and this is a way of, yeah. So the sessions are recorded. And with COVID, we have now found that more, more of our faculty are able to record at home, you know, just like we're doing here. Um, um, so they're able to record, uh, create their own recording, share their own screen. Uh, the, the courses we had at the beginning, we had people coming in recording uh, with the videographer. And now there is much more freedom of access to more faculty to create more courses. And our focus is not on a perfection. Our focus is on the transmission of information. Um, it doesn't have to look like Hollywood where it's perfect. And yes, so for now, everything is pre-recorded and that way it's like a video library. And our goal was to start with that model. It's, it's, it's simple, uh, meaning that there are anywhere from five to six videos embedded in each course. Each course is probably a maximum of maybe two to two and a half hours total of video. And then there's additional, you know, reflective questions, PDFs. So for now, that's where, that's the model that, that we are, that we use to create it. And, and it's powered by Thinkific. You may be familiar with that mm -hmm. platform. Mm -hmm. So yes. Amazing. What was that platform again? Thinkific. Thinkific. Think so it's a learning platform that is fairly intuitive, not to take away from your word, Jennifer, but it's, it's a fairly easy to use for anybody who purchases a course. There's not too many buttons or too many things to figure out. You simply start to play and but you move on to the next session. And so, uh, and you could stop and, and the student gets a notification. Um, they're 30% complete with the course if they're 70% and then when they're finished and then if they want to go on to the next course. So that's, that's how it's set up for now. I have one more question before we get too far, Mark. So I'm keeping the microphone. <laughs> I know I talk a lot. Don't I? You know, um, sometimes, sometimes uh, a topic is more in my bailiwick. And that's true. More in yours. Yeah. And this is definitely more in yours. Okay. So um, don't, don't hesitate. All right. Wonderful. I think that if you asked 100 people what their definition of spirituality is, you would get 100 different definitions. So I'm curious, I know you mentioned um, your program is non-denominational, but what does spirituality mean to your institute? Love. Anything with love. So if you think, if you think of a... Ooh, you may goosebumps. Be, <laughs> you may be familiar with A Course in Miracles. The opposite of love yes. is not hate. The opposite right. of love is fear. Fear. So wherever, so it's, so our message is love that no matter who you are, what you are, whatever in the past, there's nothing that ever separates you from the divinity, the love that is within you. And the other basis would be, if you're familiar with first unity is unity, uh, new thought. So new thought is arises from the teachings of, um, 
uh, Charles Fillmore, from Ernest Holmes, from any of those new thought thinkers. So we, of course, have evolved some. Uh, so, the, the, so the essence of new thought is love, finding your way back to finding the divinity within you, expressing we express here on this earth as expressions of God, but the God of your understanding. We welcome all paths, all faiths, and we celebrate all, all faiths at, at First Unity, and we welcome all faiths. What would, you. You say the, what would you say the tie-in is between this particular church, Unity Church, in St. Pete and the Institute, and what are the, you know, what are the limitations of that connection? So the tie-in right now is we are... We, we uh, at First Unity, we teach you spirituality, self-love. Illy is we show you how to do it. So they are interconnected. Uh, uh, Illy is the the, the the learning platform that's attached to not to to First Unity, but First Unity does not. We consider ourselves a spiritual campus, not a church. The church is within you. But uh, some now some unity churches maybe around the, the country are a little different in how they express that. So right now, if you go to the website, you actually can go to firstunity.org and you will see that uh, First Unity is here and, and the Institute is side by side. So but we are two separate uh, nonprofits. Uh, but Right now, we are interconnected because uh, Reverend Temple Hayes is the spiritual leader of First Unity. She's also the visionary behind the Institute. So right now, we, we are together. We are interconnected. Uh, so one shows is the spirituality taking care of your essence, your, your soul, your spirit. And the Institute will show you how. But you do not, it is not necessary to be doing both. You can be doing one without the other. I hope, did that answer it? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I would say, just to add on to that, when we started initially, our goal was to, to, to see if we, we found that we still kept coming back to our roots, which was, the spiritual campus, the community, and especially here in St. Petersburg. Uh, Temple Hayes has a huge following. She is well known in the New Thought community. She's both an ordained unity and a New Thought minister. So as a way of bringing these two, not seeing them as separate, but bring, bringing it together in, in a oneness, in a cohesive way. So it was our way of bringing this all back together. There was something else on your website that caught my eye, which is um, on your about page, a, a term called consciousness expansion. Mm -hmm. Can you talk about that a little bit and what that yeah. means? So consciousness. So if you've ever uh, listened or read anything in New Thought, consciousness is who we are. So if you think about what is expressing through us is, is energy. So whatever we label it, you can label it love, God, people have so many labels. So consciousness is wherever 
is what we are always expanding and moving into moving higher. So if you think about when we were children, we had a, a consciousness of, you know, that met us at that time of our lives. So every time we learn, every time we grow, we are expanding our consciousness or our awareness of who we are. So, um, and it's also a way of understanding how we are waking up in the world. So if you, I, I give you an example of that. When I was grew up in Ireland, I grew up at a time I was raised Catholic, fear of God. I grew up with sin. I grew up with so many limiting beliefs about who I was. And I was previously married and divorced. And I, I, I carried such shame and such blame. And because I started work reading and I started learning more about new thought and about who I was in consciousness is that I am that, that, that I was able to expand and move out of that. And so when we are, the more we learn and the more we grow, the more we expand in consciousness and awareness. And I want you to understand this at the generation that I grew up in Ireland that now in Ireland today, because of this expansion of consciousness, we each do that in our own way, in our awareness, that now in Ireland, there is legal divorce, there's same-sex marriage, there is an unbelievable shift in consciousness in the country that I grew up in. So, so it's, it's hard to put a word on it, but consciousness to, to me or to us represents the collective. So if we're all moving towards a higher consciousness or a better way of living, we are. if I change myself, I'm also going to raise the consciousness of those around me. And I'm going, and more and more, and every person I touch, and we lift the consciousness and the awareness of the collective. So it's a, it's a very metaphysical Beautiful. word, Jane, yes. but, yeah. <laughs> but that's my way of explaining. I always tell people, if you look at where we've come from, look at where, look at our past and uh, look at the consciousness of the collective of our peoples. And then if you can see how, even though at times we think, are we, are we really going or growing? We are. Sometimes we're just not able to see it at the time, but, but certainly that moving forward, towards love towards understanding and whatever you want to label consciousness it can it can be something different to different people depending on your faith tradition i like to, to think of consciousness as love expanding love expanding who i'm in spirit i certainly uh yes but constantly growing and so that everything that we feed our senses with whether it's in a class a book whatever we learn, whatever we read, whatever we choose to accept into our lives is, is either expanding our consciousness or limiting it. So. I'm so aligned with everything that you're ah, <laughs> like, you nodding. I'm like, I love the consciousness, uh, yes. the metaphysical, the divine yes. and, and, and all of that. But Mark, I'm turning it over to you. Maybe you can tie it together with you know, this institute and co-living or education in general. Sure. And um, Jennifer, I even saw you shiver at one moment. <laughs> I know. Like, I get so excited. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but before we uh, sort of dovetail with 
thrive in some of the things that we're interested in. Um, I'm gathering that you're open to having more uh, course instructors. Um, so, and I, I see this, this one thread as, uh, you know, a way to have courses that are not part of the spiritual leadership and a whole variety of them. Um, and we'll, we'll let you talk about how people can contact you in a moment, but what's your, what's your vision for expanding your course base and invitations to instructors and uh, tell us a little bit logistically of, of how it works for sure. somebody to be offer a course through. And yes. by the way, as my, my day job is as a marketer and the, the three L's I'm uh, in Illy, I get concerned about whether people will find you looking for two L's as mm -hmm. in I L L I. So maybe afterwards we can talk about uh, I triple L I to make sure that they find you. But anyway. Yes, that's right. And that's a very good point. And the significance of the L's is actually, if you look at it, uh, if you look at our logo is we have the I, which is the little candle and the one at the end, the light of the word, you know, beginning and the end light. And the three L's actually represent one. So if you look at it, so it, it came about, we opened on 11-11. And so we have, so the significance, if you know anything, I'm not a numerologist, but we I do know have, a numerologist if you want to talk to one. <laughs> so the significance of the number has to do with one, one, one. Yeah. And all of the ones lined up, but you're right, Mark, because at first, you know, people said, you know, uh, you know, all of the L's and, and uh, so that was another reason why we dovetail back again towards First Unity website, because that is a lot of our, we'll say our, our market and our, and our clients, our customers as well, so that they could find us. But yeah, it's a little bit, yeah, but for sure, but um, you're absolutely right. And that's where we are also in this space of getting our uh, our brand out into the world and I'm not a marketing lady I'm an educator so but uh, going back to your question of how we can build courses so what we do is we uh, we uh, we have an application process on the website so anybody who's interested can go to illy.org that's i three l's i.org and if you if you look around there there is a button that says uh, uh faculty and there is a faculty application uh, we do like to know who the faculty is background we want to uh, keep true to our mission and our vision and so if anybody is interested in creating that that's where they would start and that generates an email that comes to me dean at illy.org and then usually some so that's where the conversation starts so somebody has a course that they want to teach and they're saying, you know what, I'm really interested in learning more. We have, uh, so that's where the conversation starts. And uh, I, I guide the faculty to create, maybe there's something, a course that they've already created. Maybe they have videos. Maybe they'd like to do an introduction to their work. And the way it's set up is uh, once the application is approved and accepted, then a, fa a potential faculty can go ahead and create, or maybe 
um, share something that they already have. And so the way we set it up is uh, we have a royalty um, uh, that goes back. Each course that is sold, there's a residual royalty that goes back to the faculty member. Uh, and so we, whoever creates a course with us becomes one of our esteemed faculty. And we, of course, market and we have a wonderful team. Uh, Amy Bowen, uh, who is behind the scenes, who, create, who has created a beautiful website and Bowen imagery. And we also have uh, with us right now, you may know Kathy Perry, she's been helping us with our marketing. And so what we do, and we also have a blog post. We have found that our blog posts were, were very, people expressed a lot of interest in that. So once the course is created, we usually will ask a faculty member then to create a blog. We send out blog, uh, we promote the course and, uh, and we are new. So we're still in the process of building and growing. So, um, but I am the D, I am the guide, I'm the curriculum and, and the instruction lady. And there are many people who have never created a course who don't understand scope and sequence. Uh, how do you introduce, uh, you know, how much is too much, pacing. And so I'm able to help. And I work with many people one-on-one. -on -one. Some, pe some people require very little help or instruction for me, but I'm available to guide uh, that process uh, with the creation of the course as well. And so, so basically they just need to start, reach out to me and we begin the conversation. Awesome. So um, from reviewing our website, I think that you, I'm sure you were drawn to the education um, component and we're definitely advocates of lifelong learning. and. Uh, part of our vision is to create a co-learning space that would be integrated with a co-working space so that people of all ages could come together and, and share interests and help each other. Uh, I envision a, like a tote board in the room with each person's name and what they're interested in or what they're interested in sharing and then have that same tote board available throughout the community uh, virtually so that no matter where you are, um, you, you can find out what people are interested in and collaborate and, and that sort of thing. Um, and, and I definitely see some possibilities of us working together. But talk, and the, the other thing um, that we had in mind when we scheduled this is that we feel like our concept uh, would be very appealing to uh, unity folks, um, mindfulness folks, Unitarians. So I'd love to hear from your perspective um, what what your thoughts are about the concept. So I think it's wonderful. That's exactly if you think about that's what why churches many churches formed years ago and at when first Unity Spiritual Campus before COVID, we had so many classes, we had so many courses. And that, in a way, was the, was the vision for the ILI, is that create, capture some of these, because not everybody with our work schedule is able to physically be in a place. And so that was one of the reasons why we wanted to, you know, to videotape these courses 
create them so people so there is access for anybody anywhere in the world so absolutely i love the idea of particularly because you're talking about a virtual space and we are very much that is very much what we want to do we want to uh, eliminate barriers and hurdles for people to gain access to knowledge and information when the world wide web first started people used to say oh my goodness uh look at what look at all of us we i we we could ask um whoever alexa we can ask suri a question and we're all so the whole internet and the virtual space is amazing for for lifelong learning uh we don't have to pay to go through a university system anymore or or, or encyclopedia so that so knowledge is more accessible virtually and absolutely we we are very open to going back to the word consciousness isn't that how we expand our consciousness by learning and by growing and the more we learn about other cultures different people where they come from that's how we learn and expand uh if i had stayed in ireland for example and i was still on the farm that i grew up in think about how different my consciousness would be than it is today having traveled and and done all of the experiences that that i have and we very much believe that every course every book every person that you meet that teaches you something new is expanding your consciousness so i love the idea of that virtual space for sure and actually we're uh, our goal is to create physical communities um at, starting in the st pete area um for of 150 to 100 uh units and working together playing together learning together entertaining etc nice that's even better you know with our masks on probably <laughs> well each condo you'll be able to enter from the outside from the perimeter mm -hmm. and then those who can share uh or are sequestering uh can share in the common areas in the middle so actually our concept would have held up uh nicely in the midst of the worst of covid wow so. that is wonderful absolutely Jennifer what else do you have to ask oh. and, and well let me ask this Eileen Eileen I want keep wanting to say Eileen uh Eileen um is there anything that you'd like to share that we didn't ask you about What do you think um I think the understanding this is what i would like to share because i've spent a lifetime in education and i and you know going being in a box and going through rules and hurdles and all of that and what i'd like to share is that our but our mission and our vision is to remove those blocks and barriers and to allow people to learn and grow without feeling that they've got to go to uh an ivy league university and, and 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 go into debt and spend all kinds of money so that's one one thing that i'd like you to know about the institute that the, the mission and the vision was to make information available and that if you're ready to step 
in to be to to become whatever it is that you want to to bring to the world that you can find this that you're able to access those skills without feeling that you've got to spend all of that money on on the traditional degree and then the other is of course the the global access that no matter where you live in the world that you're able to access this knowledge and information so i think that's probably um the international component is important to us as well, is that uh, our goal is hopefully in, is that maybe in the future, there would be little institutes all around the world and that people could do this themselves, that maybe they decide to form their own institute for leadership and, and lifelong learning in their countries and do it their way in, in their language so that it doesn't have to be this one size fits all or, or, or look the same. So just add, adding that in. Who knows what we'll look like in a year from now or two years from now. We might have to schedule another podcast for an update. For sure. And I, and I think and, and hope we'll stay connected uh, because I do see a lot of, of commonality in our missions. Yeah. I, I think what you just said about, you know, um, is just so beautiful about there's no one size fits all model and access for everybody. And uh, that I, that's what I've always felt about education. I homeschooled my kids when they were little wow. and they're in their 20s. They haven't yet gone to college. They may never, but I'm okay. Like they are curious. They can think for themselves. They're good people, you know, and uh, they're doing amazing yes. things in the world. And, and yeah. they follow that, like that inspiration of what do I want to learn next? And then they figure it out in their own way. And I, yeah. And I'm so glad you shared that because I, I, I very much felt like I was institutionalized all of my life. Oh, I was for sure. (laughs) Yeah. So in my head, when I was a sixth grade teacher in Texas, I had, I told students, you've got to work hard. You, you, you can't make it unless you have a college degree. Well, now I I realized that was not correct. You do not have to have a college degree. You have to have confidence to you, you don't have to ha- be employed by somebody else, right? You That's can right. create yeah. your own ability to earn a living if you have, if you are driven by a passion and you have something that you can give to the world, you have a service. There you go. And yeah, I have yeah. all of the degrees in the world and, Same. Uh, <laughs> right? So we grew up in yeah. that model. Uh, yeah. You know, college was it. And now, of course, we know we have graduates walking around who, who are in debt, who have never been able to apply that. Right. My daughter, so, my older daughter's 22 and she's has her own business as an artist. She's so connected with her genius of what she yes. can give to the world that the she's figuring out what she needs when she needs it. That's it. Yeah. And that's what I, I think I, it's a roundabout way of expressing it, but that was the, the, the vision behind this. I love uh, that. Behind this institute. And as, and I really have to, uh, going back to Reverend Temple Hayes, going back to the idea, Victor Hugo's quote that she uses a lot, there is nothing more, more powerful than all the armies of the world than an idea whose time has come. And we, we both felt that this was a very divinely inspired 
idea to bring forth this. And uh, the hope is that more, and I'm sure that there will, that more of these will start to expand and grow. And um, so, yeah. Absolutely. I love it. And that. you do it at a time when COVID hits and makes it even more revel relevant. So yes. Um, yes. there are lots of things that are being sped up due to COVID. Um, I think the, the uh, disassembling of traditional education is one of those, and it's been sped up. And here you come at a time to offer virtual uh, coursework and education at, at a time that makes it much more uh, available. So good for yeah. you. And the other thing I want to add on is, you know, in the traditional model that I came out of the university system, you know, uh, universities had to, a lot of the cost was there of universities, you had to be accredited, faculty had to have specific qualifications and degrees. That does not apply at ILLI, the Institute for Leadership and Lifelong Learning. Your experience and what, who you are is your qualification. And, and the same applies to our students who are taking our spiritual leadership program. We do not require that they have a bachelor's degree or, or we look at the whole person. Some of them do, but it's not a requirement unlike other programs as well. We don't see the person for the degrees or the letters after their name. It's who you, it's, it's your soul, your spirit, what you've come here to do. And we want to support every individual who comes through our programs to, to step into that. You say you want to become whatever it is. Well, what is it that's blocking you? What is it that's, that's in here that you think you're not good enough that you can't do it, so, yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Um, Aileen, we are gonna put your contact information and website in our show notes. And, but uh, for now the website is I L L L I dot org, correct? That is it. Okay. That is it. <laughs> awesome. And Mark, is there anything you want to share about Thrive Co Living and our website right now? Uh, sure. Uh, you can reach us at Thrive Co Living Communities dot org and find out all about uh, what we're doing and where we're heading. And uh, follow the podcast on your all of your favorite podcast stations, as well as this one on YouTube, which you've obviously found. So thank <laughs> you, right. Aileen. Thanks so much for being with us. I'll let uh, Jennifer wrap us up. All right. Thank well, you both. I feel like this hour went by incredibly fast and that we could probably keep talking, but that just means we'll have you back in the future at another time. So thank you thank so much. Thank you. Thanks for joining this episode of the Thrive Co-Living podcast and YouTube broadcast. To discover more about our mission and activities, please visit our website at thrivecolivingcommunities.org. There, you can also learn how you can support our creative vision and co-living communities. We also ask that you subscribe to the Thrive Co-Living Communities YouTube channel and or the Thrive Co-Living Communities podcast. Thanks again for tuning in. We will be back soon.